Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. No, no, no! Tackle him! Oh my god. Oh my god. We're, we're winning, we're winning. to apply to like when i came into usc like my dream was to like work at complex isn't that wild and now it's like i hate media like i have no aspirations to do anything in in music media as you record a podcast i mean at, <laughs> on music. <laughs> i mean for a corporation because it's just like i feel like they've exposed themselves so much in the last month like this list is abysmal how many people like taj do you have any insight on like how many people are consulted for these lists? But these top probably 50 the entire staff, the entire staff probably like votes on their top fifty and then they like compile. At least that's how I would do it. I don't know, but then it's like who are, who is the staff? <laughs> like who is Complex hiring because this top fifty did not look right. Um, I don't know. Ty, I mean, you could talk about your gripes with it, but what was wrong with this top fifty in your opinion? I I feel like I kill Complex so much. All right, I'm, Taj burns another media bridge. Like this, is like my thirtieth bridge being burnt. Complex is just they've fall fallen like so hard. They were like a pretty cool media brand in like 2016, 2017, and Every now they just like now they're all like listicles and sponsored content. And I think this is probably uh falls. This is like legit. If there was a Venn diagram, this would be in the middle of listicles and sponsored content. Like the where certain things rank, you can tell that somebody else had a hand in it. Like a pay was had a hand in it. Like there's no way Two Chains Project should be ahead of Boldy James Project. That was probably like the biggest sign to me that this is like sponsored content. Like that's that criminal. We don't know about like the twenty so first best project of the year, specifically according to Complex Two Chains. Anybody, anybody that listened to that Two Chains project <laughs> would know, <laughs> would immediately have clicked off this uh, article at that moment. But that's pretty much it with Complex. It's just it's not a reputable music media spot for me anymore. It hasn't been for a minute. I don't know. I would just throw it off. I mean, the Saint John project at forty five, bro. You telling me the Saint John project was? 20 spots below 20 some spots below that that two change project dirk just because y'all waited two. that was the 47th best project of the year do y'all just not know who the dirk is complex i guess before love now cry later i'm sure like probably most of their staff did you even, think you think wasn't that even aware this man lower or you should think he should be definitely higher be higher oh yeah all right that's what i, I agree dirk should definitely be based off the people on the top list, dirk should definitely be higher you have Detroit 2 was Detroit 2 was 30 spots worse than this 2 Chains project? Chance would have put in his top five. Nah, I wouldn't have, but <laughs> I don't know. The list the list is just silly. How you, how you feel about your guy Brent Fires being 26? That is crazy. I wait, wait, wait. You know what's throwing me off? Did this did the Tiana project make this this it list? It didn't make it did not make the list. Oh my god. And we're gonna talk about that a little later, but that is just 
Wait, were there were there like many R and B projects on the list? I just, like kind of scrolled through. I feel like I didn't the see Gip, some no of the R and B projects. I feel like I didn't see Chalombo. Yeah, they didn't put Chalombo in there. Some of the oh. R and B projects that they put higher than Brent's was uh they put Kalani higher than Brent. They put Division higher than Brent. Uh, they put. I thought it. I think I, Chloe and uh, I think Ungodly Hour deserves to be higher than Brent. That's true. I don't mind Kalani higher than Brent, but. Not, I don't um, think division. I don't think division. Not division. Be on this list. Come on, bro. <laughs> I know Vance mad right now, but I don't think they should be on this list. Who? I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't mind a nod on a list, but not at seventeen, bro. Not better than. Wait, division was seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. bro. That's nah. It just has. It doesn't have the replay value like that. It was a cool album, but one is at fourteen. One is a good album. Too high, too low. I think that's too low. One is one is pretty. One is a good album. Great album. Yeah, based off the based off the list, I think it is too low. I don't like Circles, the Tame Impala project. Circles is Circles good. Circles is a great album. Circles is really great. I Actually, like yeah, I can't believe I said that about the Pop Smoke Posthumous thing before we recorded. I like that Circles, Circles is but crazy. I don't know All if right, I like uh, it. I don't know if I like it at eight. I think it's like that I'm eleven to fifteen range 10. for me. At number ten, we got Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Number nine, we got West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. Uh, number eight, we got Mac Miller Circles. Seven, Tame Impala, Slow Rush. Uh, six, Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin. Uh, five, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Four, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Three, Uzi, EA. Two, Lil Baby, My Turn. And number one, The Weekend After Hours. How do y'all feel about Baby at two? I don't know. I, I like the top I two. Hear, I, I, only... I mean, my. Wait, I... no, no party mobile on this top 50. <laughs> He just realized. It just hit, bro. It just hit. <laughs> the way he just like stopped his whole point. I can't. I can't, bro. I can't get down with it. I can't. I cannot, bro. If they had, if you have dark, if you have dark lane demo tapes, in the top twenty-five, you cannot put. That on. was a good album. That was a good project. But I agree. I you agree. Think, you, you think you think part of is better than Dark Lane demo tapes? I don't, but I think it at least deserves to make the list if Dark Lane demo For tapes sure. is going to be that high. If it's going to be that high, it deserves to make the list at least. I don't know if it's top list. But I don't know. They did snub a lot of R&B projects, so I, I understand. I'm surprised it. you're not mad at Slime and B wait, not making it. Wait. No, the Snow Project didn't drop this year. Thank God. Slime and B, no yeah. Slime no, and B. <laughs> no Slime and B, bro. Listen, <laughs> Unheard, we got our own... I mean, we ain't going to do a top 50, but we're going to have like our own year in wrap. Next episode, tune in. You don't want to miss it. And we're going to break this down further. Um, we don't have time to really break down the total top 50. But to wrap it up, just clown behavior uh, by Complex. And and I guess to substantiate that claim even further, Vance, you want to bring up? or Wait, before, before we do that, I just want to – I want like – can you guys be honest with me? It's my turn to talk. No, that's what I was. Hey, hey, I was asking y'all because <laughs> I want to. Uh, please be honest with me. Because <laughs> one of my friends posted a poll on um, Instagram and they said, not a poll, like a question on Instagram. And they said, what's album of the year? And legit, they got like 30 responses. 29 of them was my turn, little baby. And I was like, bro, th- what they all hear with this album? Like, Now you know, really? do you know, do you know how lie. I feel? Now you know how I feel about Young Boy Stands. That's exactly, precisely how I feel. Uh, how he really blew up. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think a lot of people was listening to baby like in baby projects. I should say before my turn. They definitely weren't. I'm gonna be honest. I think this was a lot of people's like first full length project from baby. 
which was was this technically his debut album? I know. I probably. I don't even know, but he has like five mixtapes before this. Uh, oh wait, no. Yeah, maybe maybe the other ones like the harder than ever. The hardest Those were series, tapes, I guess. He got the shit with um, Gunna, but. So I guess for that reason, I see why it's so high. I'm not like completely angry. He had the hits. I'm, I'm he had the hits. It's top three. He had we paid. I don't. I personally would not rank it this high, but you can't deny, like you said, Grace. It had high highs. It had very high highs. Exactly. It had some filler. It had some filler though. But I expect filler from a 25. Song exactly. It's project. it's little baby. Like I'm not expecting a perfectly crafted pray for parish type. 12 I think song. one is a full point. Ahead of my turn, I agree. Like whatever you rank, I've always turn, had Gunna is a full point point ahead of. Me. I've had my goat Gunna right. ahead of of Baby forever. I think Gunna's more consistent, but I think Baby definitely has higher highs. Agreed. I would say one is just some more like. I can agree with that. Like just some more consistent, stable project. But, I mean, I'm I, I see why they did it, so I'm not like angry. But personally, it wouldn't be in my top two. Neither would. EA, like Eternal Take, by no stretch of the imagination. Those were based off of sales. Those were were just based off. Both those rankings were based off of sales. Because Uzi sold 300K, and Baby was number one, like, 16 weeks after his album came out. So, like, I understand. But at the same time, we just have to acknowledge, like, Complex isn't going off of quality. Like you said earlier, like, their metrics are just different. I guess we'll talk about it more later, but... Was Burden of Proof? That was the best project. It wasn't the best Griselda, to come out the Griselda. It wasn't even a top but that's three not, that's, project. Right five, Griselda. It wasn't. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't top three to come out Griselda. Pray for Paris, from King to a Guy, and, and I would the have that project. Boldy James before. Yeah, exactly. I might even take the that other Boldy, Boldy, Boldy project, project bro. I might even take the other Boldy project, bro. All right, no, no, you're both. I don't know, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I would have a Conway project above this too. I would have Conway, Boldy, and Pray for Paris <laughs> above Benny's Benny's LP this year. But yeah, nah, I don't know. I I just think uh, cause Benny he just hinted at dropping something, something, and I think that's gonna be a better album. I think that's gonna blow this one out the water, especially if he has Alchemist production or Derringer like the artist he's used to. I just feel like for Benny to put this out. Or no blame on Benny, Bro, but I, for that this to be the project that Benny finally gets a claim for when I personally like Tana Talk way, way more. Um it's just sus, but that's complex. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad Griselda got their nods. Uh were they all three of those albums on there? The Conway project too? Yeah, all three were I think they're were all in the top twenty five too, so that's hard. But Alright. Ah uh, What? I see why this list looks like it does. <laughs> this guy, Will Shub, he was responsible for <laughs> writing the review for 42 Dugs, <laughs> Young and Turnt 2. Um, wait, ah, what's his name? Will Shub. <laughs> Shout out to Will Shub, freelance writer and editor from Austin, Texas. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> that, that, that's a super red flag. I'm I don't dead. have to tell you. I'm dead. I don't have to tell. That's you. That's who they got for the Doug album. I'm literally dead. There you go. No, I mean, I guess he wrote like a lot of these. There you go. Enough, enough on, enough on this. But Vince, I was, I was talking earlier. Uh, I guess just picking on Complex more. They brought up 
the shit, the baby review. If you want to just just read that off, I know that I know that pissed Oof. you off this uh, this week. It did. It did get a. <laughs> it, it did. I mean, if a retweet, it did get a retweet out of me. It did get an endorsement <laughs> on my Twitter page. Um, let me see what this says. You can just read the whole thing off. So I was gonna and, do. and and I and and who wrote it was Angel Diaz. Oh Diaz. my God! Uh, Yo, he, he, the one, the dude from the Joe Button. Okay, so go ahead. As Red, without a doubt, twenty twenty has been Baby's year. Not only did he drop two different versions of this album with one of the best songs of the year, and we paid attached. He also provided the people in the streets with a soundtrack to burn cop cars to with the bigger picture. And that right there deserves a Grammy in and of itself. Um, there isn't a skip for me on this project. It's a type of album to write around all day, which gives it a lot of replay value. My turn will be remembered as the album that finally placed Lil Baby at the top of Rats, Raps Elite. It's just like... Angel Diaz... Joe Budden flipped on Angel Diaz for writing a clout-chasing article in 2016. It's like one of the most iconic videos on Complex's page. Look it up, please, everybody listening. Um, Joe Budden snaps at Angel Diaz. But I now understand because this is this is insane. That's crazy, though, because that's like a veteran seasoned writer at Complex. Back to Taj's point <laughs> about Complex. If you think Complex is a hub for uh, music journalism talent, stop it. <laughs> their complex is not there. I'm not gonna say anymore. But at least, at least, baby taking W's, man. He took. I ain't gonna lie, they was going at him. Vance said he took an L. Vance said, week. "How much you said he lost this year, Vance?" Okay, well, yeah. In, a, in an interview, I think it was with Peter Rosenberg. He said, uh, or no, it was with um the Breakfast Club, virtual Zoom with the Breakfast Club. He said that he was, he had he was booked all 2020, and he had over 100 shows lined up, which will put him out about what I guess two a week. And he said he was getting four hundred thousand a show, so total and losses wow. forty million. I mean, taxes exist, but forty million gross. And I immediately called Cap when Vance said this. I called Cap for one. I wonder why though. He just said two hundred occasion number, last year. Exactly. Thank you. Because number one, he said I get two hundred occasion, and he emphasized that like very heavily. But that probably that upgraded it, that, And if he said he had no, he said he booked it all throughout twenty twenty, and you said two shows a week, which means. This was booked pre my turn. So he was still getting 200 occasion. That's number one. <laughs> number two, without Corona, still like little baby M's. doesn't have the 2020 that he has. Like, I think that's a, I think that's a, no, that's a bold take. You think not oh, without wow. Corona, there's no deluxe to my turn, which means there's no we pay, which means there's no social distancing, which means he doesn't get pushed by media outlets as this like savior. So you don't think so you don't warrior. think so you don't think. So did the deluxes really start right at COVID? I guess it was Uzi was the first, huh? Not like start, but you yeah, know what Uzi I mean. Like pushed because weekend. When did Weekends project came out in Corona too? Right, like right during COVID. Yeah, Weekends. Yeah. Hmm. Those were the first two deluxes, I guess. And baby. Nah, but the weekend was more of a traditional deluxe. Nah, I know, like, I know. Four Uzi songs really introduced that. But yeah. Babies was a fairly traditional deluxe too. That's why like Babies label has. They came out and said that without. If Corona didn't happen, they wouldn't have did the deluxe. They did the deluxe strictly to stay relevant throughout Corona since they couldn't perform. So without that, there is no deluxe from Baby. And you could say that his momentum would have died off. But, but you don't think 200 and occasion already had him at a place to where he was at least on the A-list in rap? 
that's another thing. Emotionally like, how, scarred. How many, I think how many big projects? How many big projects would have came out this year if Corona didn't happen? Like think about how many projects got pushed back. Drake would have dropped in the summer, which means all that baby talk would have been dead eventually. Like, I mean, I agree. Died down. I agree that his hype would have like, died down sooner. I, like him, him selling number one in his sixteenth week. I agree. I don't think that happens, but. I still think so you just I still, arguing. I still think he has like I mean the baby came out of nowhere and had a crazy year last year and I think that's pretty much what little baby did this year. I think it's fairly equivalent. I think he's gonna. I think he was one of the rare people to both like. Of course he lost because of like no performing, but his career like longevity wise, Corona helped push him to like superstar mode. So what's your prediction? Like said, he is now in that A tier. So do you think he? Thanks to Corona. So do you think he'll fade once everybody drops next year? Cause he just dropped two I singles. I think he's stuck now. He just dropped he's two singles. Now. Like anything he does, trends. Okay. He's up there. Alrighty, fair. Shout out to QC. Um, do you want to get an unheard? And <laughs> do you want to get an unheard artist in? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Uh, shout out my friend Matias for playing the guy. Uh, from New Orleans, his name's Guap Dash. This is his track, Anger. My main problem is my anger. Sometimes I can't control it, but I cannot hold it. Too much mixed up emotions. I still feel some type of way. My grandma died on posted. Hide it with a face smile so they do not notice. Tired of all this pain, I be praying it get better. But nothing stay the same. People change it like the weather. We was hanging together. My heart cold and need a sweat. I've been chasing at the cheddar, even that won't make it better, yeah Money on my mind, so I can't waste no time And I'm so sick and tired of heartbreaking these lies Told my brothers we fine, everything is alright But everything ain't alright, I can't sleep through the night I'm up on a school night, listening to raw wave Fighting on those school grounds, gang fights in the hallway They say we don't act our age, cause we had to grow up fast We live in New Orleans, where every day a body bag manager huh? i do all right and if you were to drop a terrible project how would you handle the situation with your manager um, would you think it's time to move on i would hope that he's more upset with me than i am with myself i would want him to hold me accountable um but at the same time model citizen but at the same time he can't but at the same <laughs> but at the same Bro, time giving a perfect answer <laughs> but at the same time he can uh he can't want it more than i than i want it you feel me that's i feel like how management is it's like they have to be right there with you but at the same time like they aren't you so like you have to have an equal contribution into it you know it's kind of like that whole class thing that all the corny professors bring up they're like well as much as i'm teaching you like you have to give back to me as like a class participant like all that bs spiel or whatever but i think it's similar with management so this is a interesting because i was thinking about this and i I didn't know how i would handle it if i was actually like somebody making music like so say you're making your project and your manager says like nah this ain't it how much does that affect you? Like, do you change it? Or do you like, nah, I know what's it. See, I'm still put it out. I think it's different. I think the more you ascend in the industry game of shoots and ladders, like your clout goes up and your kind of relationship to your managers, I think, goes down. So, like, I think you definitely are more inclined to shrug people off the more you go up and the more you ascend. But I think at the level, like, we're all, I mean, me and all my uh, associates are at, to where it's just like you're kind of managed by like your friends and stuff like that or just kind of close people that have a little bit of wit about the industry or whatever so um 
at that point, I think that level of trust is important. And like I said, the more you ascend in the industry, like, I think you care less about what people think as long as the label is cutting checks and stuff like that, you know? All right. I wasn't asking Vance those questions for no reason. I was asking that question because that's pretty much the scenario for Chance the Rapper and his current, well, former manager, uh, Pat Corcoran, who is currently suing Chance the Rapper for $3 million because he feels he was uh, unjustly fired following the result of the big day in which they had to cancel the tour because the project was received so well. And uh, wasn't received so well. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't received well at all by anyone. Probably his wife. (laughs) That's it. Uh, but other than that, the former manager basically said that throughout the whole process, because like Chance had such a, not our Chance, Chance the Rapper had such a busy schedule with his wedding and everything that the album was rushed. He didn't put as much time into writing. And his former manager basically said he told him that. Chance shrugged him off, chose to listen to his brother and other like yes men, put the album out. You know the story from there. And now he's suing for $3 million plus. He wants to get paid 15% like he would have for the next three years. Sunset clause. It's what every manager yeah. wants in terms of when they get out. I still need money from everything. Every deal I placed when I was managing you, I still need money from a percentage from all your deals for the next two or three years. So, And he's so right in it, you know, because a lot of times there are managers who f- feel a little too personally about business relationships because at the end of the day, it is a business relationship. But like Chance and this manager were literally like, revered for their connection and for their ability to come up together like on the independent wave so the fact that chance kind of just shrugged him off it's not surprising but it is at the same time um also like you you figure chance to be a smart individual like how could he not know that the preparation for this album wasn't at the same level as coloring book like he had kanye on coloring book like he said he was never going to fail. Hot. He said he was never going to fail. He, he did exactly that. I think bro was just riding high off. Um, <laughs> I think bro was just riding high off, you know, his previous successes with, obviously, 10 Day. Got him, like, really started. Then we got Azurap and, of course, Coloring Book. I don't have to tell you about, you know, his success. And he did it all indie. So, obviously, like, that's a big deal. And, quote like, unquote, I, yeah, quote, unquote. Uh, but. I think everybody was like really rooting for this man, and then that's not true. That's not true. I think everybody people were really rooting, rooting for chance in 2016. I think people I, were really I, I rooting think for so. chance, like going the indie route. Like people, I remember in 2016, 2017, Chance was like one of the bigger artists, like in hip hop. Yeah, he was one of the bigger artists, but I, I think the tide was already kind of starting to turn, and people were like kind of waiting for that moment where he like gave a chink in his armor. Like people were just waiting. He was too perfect. Was he was too. He was too good. Like once the like, once the coloring book tour to attack him over because the coloring book tour was huge, and then he won all the Grammys. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just when you listen when the dude brings up the lawsuit, he just talks about you know how he has serious concern because obviously, as we mentioned, it takes a lot to go into a project. Like you know, it's it's, it's at least several months of of, of work. You got to coordinate with a lot of people. Rollouts, marketing, all that. Dennis, all that, you know, whatever it takes to to create a successful project. Then you have Chance was getting married earlier that year in February. So he had to do all that. So his manager just expressed, you know, like, hey, 
Like maybe we shouldn't announce a release date when you haven't even been working on any music or none of that, but you choose to do it anyway. And then he's like, all right, well, we need to take this this whole process serious. But then you got niggas in the studio. They're not contributing. Like, you kind of half-assing your efforts. And I feel him and on when that. when you listen to the project, like, it's clear as day. That's that's exactly what it sounds like. Like, that project, I'm not sure what he talks about. It's just kind of him. It's his wife. Bro, he made a song called Hot Shower. That was like. That was the one. That was D one, and what's and wild? And what's wild is because people forget that the narrative at the time was that Chance was like Chance the rapper was. It, this was all intentional. Like he was aiming for the kid market. Like people were literally calling him a genius for dropping this super cookie cutter like Nickelodeon album. And at the end of the day, like it, it came back to what all the critics were saying. He had nothing else to talk about other than a hot shower. Like it was simply that. Like. <laughs> Has, has has there ever been like a bigger fall for Grace in y'all opinion? Not that hasn't been due to authorities. Not, not no, not for his level of success. We definitely had like one hit wonders, but like Soldier Boy, like he had all those hits and then like Sorry, literally that's disrespect. <laughs> and bro, literally like disappeared. <laughs> but you know he had a nice run, and I guess at some point we all expected him to just kind of like fall off. Like I don't think nobody thought Soldier Boy was gonna be here to stay forever. But I feel like Chance, like, again, I thought a lot of people was rooting for him. I thought he had a really, like, solid fan base. Like, they had people that really was running up his music. Like Personally, personally, I'm not going to cap. I, I never was a Chance the Rapper fan, ever. I thought his music always was, sounded very cookie-cutter. It sounded like he was rapping to a three-year-old every time, every song. I was an adamant Chance the Rapper hater, but I kind of did it for fun because everybody loved him. But I genuinely, I, really I genuinely didn't like. I never, I didn't get the hype over him. I just felt like his music. He sounded like he was talking to a baby in every song. That was just so weird for me. But like, I don't know. I I like Chance the Rapper. Like Acid, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Acid rap. I didn't. I was never like a huge fan, but I listened to his music for sure. Like. I don't think he was like one of ever like one of my most played artists, but there were definitely songs by him I like. Certain moods, like yeah, I'll turn on Acid Rap, I'll turn on some tracks on Ten Day. Uh, yeah, he fumbled that. He fumbled that bad, but uh, I guess from one fumble uh, to the next, Sweetie, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't know how they they've just industried the fuck out of her. She, what happened with cool, Sweetie? But she, uh, I don't know. I don't know what is she has she ever dropped a, a project? <laughs> like I don't know how she's this right now. Like, she's her rollout for um I think Pretty Bitch Music is what it's called. Her like rollout for that project is coming. I think that's like her debut. This has been like a three four year it. rollout, bro. How do you? I'm saying how do you stay this relevant? When she dropped her first song, like I mean she looks good and she's attached to Quavo. We know why Sweetie is still relevant. I guess. I mean, she does have. She has two albums: uh, High Maintenance and Icy. Icy dropped twenty nineteen. I ain't never heard of. I ain't even know that. No hate, no shade. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she was upset with her label for dropping her single this week with Doja. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, her label Warner Records they prematurely released her single, and in fact, they released the wrong version. Apparently, Sweetie had already recorded like this really nice music video and she had a whole rollout plan and you know how people do it these days like it was gonna be like probably a, a WAP type thing like as far as just rollout and, and everything goes but 
her label kind of just fucked over her and fumbles the bag uh, by dropping the song prematurely, which is just confusing because I can imagine, like, you don't want to disgruntle your artists, especially when they're willing to put in the work to do, like, a really nice rollout and hopefully run up some streams and shit and, and get her relevant for this upcoming project. So, I mean, they fumbled Sweetie's bag, but I guess they also fumbled their own Stop bag. signing what, the labels. Think about Stop that? signing the labels. I, this isn't, like... What do people want? Work with people. And I'm not going to say it's her fault, but it's like, it's, you don't, this doesn't happen blindly. Like you have to have better people in your camp, better people in your team that are running things. Cause the label does not assign everybody positions. Like you come into it a lot. You're either usually signed into a little partnership deal, something like that, or you have a team and it's just like, I feel bad for her, but don't sign the labels. I don't know what else you can really say. Unlike Vance, Vance is very cold, very heartless. Uh, me, I feel for Sweetie. She seemed very passionate about this single. Uh, there's nothing more to really say. Like she's got fucked over. Now, how does this compare to? How does this compare to? How does this compare to Tiana's? No, I think it got taken down, right? Oh, I didn't. I think they. I, t- really I, think look, they t- I, thought, I ain't really looking to the song itself. I thought, I've never searched and listened to a Saweetie song. I'll hear it when I hear it in public. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was of the. It's I was of the assumption lane. that they took it down. You know. But how does this compare to the Tiana situation? Because that's a very different. Break that down. I think that's a the different Tiana mismanagement feel, by the label. Yeah, that's a situation I feel way worse for. Like Saweetie is a single. Tiana is a whole career. Oh yeah, how they just fumbled her project. You talking about how no, they it, fumbled? That her first. entire career has been just fumbled. Like whereas Saweetie, this is just a single. But I read Tiana's. I guess a lot of people are calling it her retirement statement. Uh, she posted her Spotify rap. She said, who did that? Question mark. Y'all did that with a little blushy emoji. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I ain't got it. I ain't going to front in times of feeling super underappreciated as artists receiving little to no real push from the quote unquote machine, constantly getting the shorter end of the stick, being overlooked. I mean, the list goes on and on. LOL. I'm retired. I don't know why she said LOL. She was very hurt. Uh, <laughs> die, die, die. <laughs> I'm retiring this chapter of my story with the confidence that I can depart with peace of mind, seeing that all my hard work and passion put in was indeed love and supported somewhere in the world. And people took that as a retirement statement. How did y'all she said, that? but you, you ain't finished. She said to all my supporters from day one and all my new all my new ones, I love you and I thank you for everything. And don't worry, y'all know all hustlers have the understanding that when one door closes, another will open. Either that or I'm picking up the locks between you. I don't know. This sounds like I think she's gonna be focusing on motherhood. I didn't. I didn't read this as retirement. I don't think she's just gonna stop making music completely. Um, I could definitely see her taking a break though, and maybe um, just kind of going back to the drawing board. Maybe getting a new team together. Um, she's gotta get out of this Def Jam deal. Yeah, that's facts. first. So for the year, she got about 163 m's worth of streams, 8.4 million hour uh, worth of streams, 15.2 million listeners. In 92 countries, so I mean it's not a bad year. I don't have nobody to die. I do think I do think I mean, it should be for higher. For comparison, that's like the exact numbers of Lil Key. And if you compare the fan bases of Lil <laughs> Key and Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor should be doing way more than Lil Key. Yeah, in my mind, like there's no way she should be doing Lil Key numbers, which tells me like, like and Lil that's Key's all, only that's doing all from, that like, with core support because because of, of Thug's push. Exactly. Tiana's doing this all from like off her own strength. Like so, imagine if she actually got any type of push. That's how I feel up there. I think she just feels like underappreciated. Like I mean, she said that, but 
She, <laughs> I'm like, so what do y'all, what do y'all, what do y'all think she means by that? Is it just she's just been mismanaged? We, we definitely she's don't just see been the mismanaged. Same. She's been mismanaged. She's been mismanaged. But it's just like an industry thing. Like, yeah. you think she maybe feels slighted by the industry and in, in, in that? I mean, you got to look at it for her first project, the Ye pro- the Ye project at least that was done on a plane last second. Kanye didn't even put it out. Kanye didn't listen to her visual, her plan at all. So this project, she takes back all the power. She does everything her way. She does it how she wants it. She puts it out and it gets no acclaim at all. That's what I'm saying. Complex didn't oh, yeah, play she in the did. top 50. It got no award nominations. No playlist placements. No playlist yeah. placements. No playlist. Like, I haven't heard a single song. Like, and that was a great like project, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly. why I think that that's this. What, that's what hurts. That's why I think this retirement is 100% real. Not retirement, but she's fed up with the industry bullshit. Like, she's done. Like, she's. It's clear. And I understand it, which is why I don't think this is like some marketing ploy for her to drop a project again in like a year. Or try and go independent. I mean, it's she's probably gonna go independent now that that's way more plausible um, for so many artists. But I definitely see her taking a three, two. I mean, three, four year break, maybe at least, and coming back. I feel like that's more capable in the R and B space than it is in hip hop. Anyway, that's what I see. But I don't view that as a retirement. That's what like it's I a remember, it's I a fake retirement. Album, when she was rolling out for this project. The album when she was doing the rollout for the album, she was in an interview and she was like, "Yeah, I, music is like just one of the like five things I do. I'm out here directing, like blah 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 blah." So like, I think she was about to take a lengthy break, no matter what. I think this just like probably reinforced that she was about to take a lengthy break. But I mean, but considering that, regardless, considering everything that went into her project, it is like it's sad to see, man. Like, why do y'all think? Some artists just don't get that same push. Do y'all think I told like you it's, ill will with her it's, in the it's, industry? It's industry. Or is it's, it like it's, she's it's, not marketable. It's enough? industry games, bro. She's the most marketable artist. Like, like what? Like that's like what? <laughs> I'm asking. Like she what directs is the her videos. She no, 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 made but the I'm most asking, iconic does the music see it that way. No, clearly not. Like, I'm confused. She made the most iconic music video in the last five years, and like she's still not regarded as a, a top act or a top performer. Anything. She she hasn't headlined a single like headlined a single like event festival. I've never seen anything for her in the performing space. It's just like it's just mismanagement. That's what I, I saw that argument too that Kanye failed him and that Kanye failed her, and then everybody like started responding like, "But what about how John Legend successful? Big Sean, Pusha T." I'm like, there's a clear like difference clear difference in managing like, Tiana Taylor. <laughs> literally. Um, we, I mean, it, it, we don't have to say it. I mean, but. anybody, if just line those names up, then line up Tiana Taylor, line up the characteristics, and see what's different between them, and then see how a failure is possible. We don't have to ex- explicitly say it. But yeah, I hope she gets, I hope she finds something soon. Um, were you guys uh, satisfied with your Spotify rap? Do y'all even use Spotify? I, I know I use Apple Music. I don't really fuck with Spotify. No, I have my I have my Apple Music little year end replay. I, do, I, don't they have call no, it. I don't think none of us have Spotify here. I had gripes because they stole this idea from a black intern. Okay, hold on. Woke, hold on, woke chance. chance. Yeah, Taj, please continue. <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw a lot of like getting killed. They didn't steal the rap idea from her. They stole the concept <laughs> of like putting it into stories from her. They didn't steal that rap. She didn't create rap. Shout out. Her, I guess though, when you but. create something for like a corporation, it's technically there. They didn't steal. She didn't steal a thing. I mean, yeah, it was never hers. That's the thing, unfortunate thing. But 
Are we going to address the cap? Yeah. Are we going to address the Spotify cap this year that just came with uh, all the artists berating Spotify over stream payouts <laughs> and a penny per stream and now posting their Spotify <laughs> raps happy for all their streams, loving Spotify? Not only the Spotify raps, literally doing Spotify like partnered promotions yeah like they like you i might, saw like, a few of those <laughs> people really going crazy for spotify showing hella ass for spotify after just blaming all year after just blaming I them think, that's the perfect that's the perfect sum up of like 2020 in general like people complain about something all year then as soon as that something <laughs> wants them to promote something they're like all oh, right yeah for sure yeah 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 and they just all post we'll eat it up all shout it out What's your rap? This is my rap. How's yours? Like, all right, bro. <laughs> like y'all been complaining about Spotify all year. Oh, we, it is what it is, but I guess I guess just more industry bullshit. Uh, I I guess Vance brought it up. Uh, Warner Bros. decided to drop their entire 2021 movie lineup that was supposed to be in theaters. They decided to partner up with HBCO H- HBO. <laughs> HBCU. I, I, <laughs> I was trying to say HBCU and HBO at the same time, but they decided to partner with HBO and uh, drop, I guess, the whole lineup at once. Um, and this caused a lot of controversy and backlash from people in the movie industry. But I, I, I think just music and every industry could probably relate to just how much power large corporations have over everybody and how they can completely fuck you. But basically why this is bad is because, you know, obviously when a movie's in theaters and it does well, like IE when fucking Marvel uh, Avengers grosses like two, two billion, uh, the actors and the producers and everybody else associated with the movie obviously gets huge bonuses related to how much the movie is able to gross well, and revenue. So, because it's basically box office is dead. There's no more box office. So, payments were based based out on box office sales, and that shit is gone now. So, when Warner strikes up a hidden mystery shadow deal with a streaming service for an undisclosed amount of dollars, there's no way to figure out who is deserving of what payment. And then when you think of movies that are going to be post residually that have already come out that are going to be now uploaded, I mean, like, how do those payouts even work? So it's like, AMC, movie theaters are dead in 2021. I hope people listening know that. Like, that shit is done. Like, going to the movies is going to the movies is going to be dead by 2022. On top of that, I guess even more fucked up was that, um, like you mentioned, I read the article and they were talking about how no one was aware of this deal. Yeah, it's a shadow Uh, mystery deal. They didn't tell. They didn't tell a single director. They have no so one many was directors. aware, like, connected to these movies. No one was aware until, like, 90 minutes before they made this announcement public, which is, again, like, that's fucked up because, obviously, they would have had some backlash, so you give them no time to backlash and just drop it. And then, two, uh, Gal Gadot, which, who plays Wonder <laughs> Gal Woman. Gal Gal Gadot, whatever her <laughs> name is. <laughs> Gal, she, she plays Wonder Woman, and then... Uh, the chick that was a producer on the movie went and argued, uh, their representation argued that, you know, it's fucked up and that they should be paid. And they were able to strike a deal on the side. But this was not really an option for any other people. It's basically and like the it, movies it's, that are going to be it's like a label. So it's just like favoritism. and It's just like a label. You have to think of it like a label because it's like Gal Gadot is basically the Cardi B of Atlantic. Like 
she is the, she's going to get priority and be able to strike a deal as well because she's a top label act. It's like LeBron in the NBA or the Lakers. Like he's going to get his money, but regardless, like. But even even other type people like Denzel Washington, uh, Will Smith. You think they're about to pay niggas? Uh, no, they were they were not aware. So I mean, that's like, what I'm saying. What did you expect? Their representation <laughs> is upset. <laughs> uh, Margaret Robbie, everybody. So, I mean, it's just some fucked up industry shit. I mean, yeah, I just want to. You, you're you're an American businessman, Chance. You can. I know. You can see how this happens. You're sounding. You, you sound way happened. too moral right now. Exactly. You sound hurt. You know what this is. This is business. I mean, this why wouldn't business, they? But I, I have morals, though. Honestly, like I don't, I don't, I don't believe in just fucking. Like, there's there's more than enough money to. But go chance, chance. But that's not you gotta, true. You gotta take that American. You got to take that American. So chance, listen. LinkedIn. When when they're when they're putting. <laughs> I'm just business. When they're putting when they're. <laughs> you can't be an American. Right. Business. Right. I'm just businessman from now on. When they're putting a hundred million, <laughs> when they're putting a hundred million dollars into Marvel movies, and they need to make at least a billion off of them from box office sales, and then there's no box office sales, like what do you expect them to do with the rights to those movies? Not sell them? Like they're not about to just sit and have those movies in the Warner Studios forever. Like might as well sell them to a streaming service and get money. Now the way they went about it. Horrible. Well, then you gotta divvy up the money the right way. You just gotta. I mean, I don't know, bro. Like the money's not gonna be that's divvy like, the right way because nobody. But check this out, man. Support of the directors, and right? Check this out, man. If you went and fuck with somebody and you was like, boom, you was like, I'll do this producing with you, but you gotta give me a little bite of this, right? And it's like, well, that bite of this didn't come through, right? That's what happens. That is what happens. That's like exactly I, how my life has gone. <laughs> producers get screwed over daily. <laughs> that is. So this is about to be a bad analogy. That's exactly how my life goes. I literally <laughs> well, have to ask like for money. Being, I literally have to ask for money in order to be paid. So you don't you don't like being screwed over though. That's what I'm saying. It's not fun. But that's that, that's what. I'm, but that but was, I subscribe I to the no system. <laughs> there's no power to it because at the end of the day, like the creators want to create. They want people to hear. Like Vance wants people to hear his music. And it's going to keep producing. And this, like the studios exist. Like they're not going to cease to like Warner, especially in Hollywood, which is a way stronger and sicker industry than the music industry. I want a lot of people to recognize. So like Warner Brothers and Paramount Pictures and DreamWorks, like Disney, like those those are never dying. Those studios are never dying. Um. So yeah, well, I mean. We know Warner has their hands in music too, so do you think something like this could happen in music? Where Atlantic, Columbia, maybe another couple imprints, smaller labels, all get their rights. Nigga, streaming. To another. This is already music. <laughs> Literally this streaming. Is, this is what we see now. Except <laughs> the labels of, were, of were on the short end of the stick as well. Replace, but replace I feel like I feel like it's a sales. but I feel like it's a little different because the streaming shit was inevitable. Like. Streaming was off. This was inevitable when you really thought about it. Yeah, bro. Who's gonna be going to the movies in ten years? Like, everybody has a sped it up. To be honest, everybody about to have a hundred inch, fucking OLED, eight K television in ten years. As soon Nobody's as Netflix won a won an Oscar off a movie that they like posted same day on streaming, like this was inevitable. As soon as Netflix did that whole hit, not hitch. What was the name of that movie with Will Smith where it was like a... Oh, yeah, bro. What was that As one? soon as that happened, as soon as Blockbuster started getting posted on Netflix immediately, like, this was inevitable. But I just feel like at least with streaming, like, Drake finessed the streaming model when he dropped If You're Reading This. Like, he got paid, paid off of streaming. So it's just like... Some artists got paid, paid even more if he was oh, charging niggas fifteen per physical copy. But, I'm, but, but I'm saying streaming helped, streaming helped a lot of people get paid. 
it hurt a lot of people, but it helped a lot of people get paid because of the because of the model because of the model because of the model though. That's why I'm I'm yeah, not sure, sure if I'm not sure if the same thing could happen in music to I where so. hella people get, have this happen and nobody's notified or nobody none of the creators eat. I don't know. I could just see streaming. I'm I, honestly like, what if Spotify going, just announces a label one day and then immediately half the industry has all their rights signed away to Spotify? Like, I mean, this doesn't. This is, has already like Spotify is in bed with labels. They don't have to announce their label. Like this happened already. That's what I'm saying. I I don't see how you don't see that this has already happened. I don't know. What do y'all think this would do to to streaming services though? Like, is this is I'm I mean, we a music podcast, but I want to ask because we watch television. But what do y'all think this does for for that? You industry? do not watch television. You don't watch television. I don't. You watch are you are a cord. Never. You have never paid for a television subscription. That's true. But life. we watch streaming or whatever. Like, do y'all see like streaming becoming like cable? Like that shit gonna be like eighty, a hundred to get like everything you want to watch. I think so. It's- What's your, how many how many streaming services do you have right now? I have one, but that's because I don't care about like thing. And I have HBO Max because we get that for free. But I really have Netflix. I just canceled that Disney Plus shit. I never see, but I'm confused. It. I think because like don't some packages come with like. I think they're just gonna. It's gonna be more packaging, like we've talked about before. Like, cause they already packaged the Wi-Fi with the cable. It's like eventually they're gonna have to like package these streaming services into those deals as well. Like they're already starting to do. But um, I don't I think know. They're just gonna have to merge. So many of us like like have those Roku TVs. TVs. It's not gonna be profitable enough to have like Buku streaming services. Like they're gonna have to merge. What do you mean it's not gonna be profitable enough? It's happening right now. Everybody has them. I mean, have you like you never seen somebody with a Fire though. Stick? Like they have the HBO Max, the Amazon Go. Like I'm not paying for all that shit every month, bro. But it's the <laughs> same. But it's the same as cable. You're not. There are people doing this chance. I just saw somebody post their streaming that they are not. They pay eighty dollars a um, month in streaming. How you even watch that much TV? I mean, I damn you near do. do. I mean, we don't have the accounts because who actually owns a Netflix account? But I watch YouTube. Netflix bro. is Netflix, Netflix is fifteen. <laughs> you know a real me, young boy fan. <laughs> <laughs> I be doing. Hey, He's devoted doing to ads. Study. He loves YouTube. I be doing film study. He don't study. even get the YouTube red, the YouTube premium. I've heard YouTube premiums actually kind of gas. Nah, I, I be I be doing film study for the Saints games. I be fuck pretty much it. Shit. <laughs> 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 Streaming is but, the future. Cable is dead. Let's get an unheard artist. Um, I'll go. I have a f- artist from. Actually, no. I'm gonna just play. Uh, I'm gonna play Chief Keef this week, just cause he's hey. he's such a a god of drum music. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he dropped a song about a month ago. Michael made it called Status. Okay, okay. Put him in the trunk. Put him in the force. Change his name to Gump. Soon as I let the water down, you gon' smell the skunk. Legendary, write my name in Rosetta Stone. Yeah, you got a chain, but you a punk. Yeah, I got a pump, I let it rock like punk. Four pair, triple S's, bitch, you get stumped. Speeding in the foreign pockets, holding all the humps. Yeah, I'm rich, homie, but I don't know that nigga Quan. Neck on the goon, boy, your shit be on pun. Snakes in the grass, where we stomach on the lawn. Been a bad boy, bitch, I feel like Mar Lawrence. And I'm getting hit in the form while I'm going. Getting a massage in the form while I'm driving. All black truck, that bitch look like I'm hiding. Took her to the hood, and she mama nigga savage. Chance, were you outraged? Were you one of the people outraged at the Jack Harlow cover? 
Did you feel that he was sexualizing our black women and making our children look like peasants? Were you in Clubhouse berating people? Uh, I was not in the Clubhouse chat where they were berating the Jack Harlow album cover. What's the name of the album again? Uh, That's what they always say. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. Let me, uh... Very, very clever, very clever title. <laughs> in um, I was... Personally, I was not appreciative of the. <laughs> you know said not appreciative. I was not appreciative of the album cover. First of all, bro is dressed like uh, Pluto. Uh, it's not a good look. He got on a plain Jane, whatever that is. Uh, Rolex. You just sound like a hater. <laughs> this is the thing that's killing me though. Never he heard you say niggas, plain Jane. He got niggas lined up at the window asking for autograph. I wish my son would ask for a goddamn Jack Harlow autograph. Stop it. Your son is I'm definitely drowning. about to be asking I'm, for a white celebrity's autograph in 2040. But what's killing me is... The calf? The black calf? The black calf. <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> Ain't no Nubian queen this <laughs> going to get in Jack Harlow backseat. That's Actually, a lie. I'm capping. That's so... Uh, I'm about to say. I'm capping. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really the Jack Harlow fan. Y'all know gatekeeper chance. I'll remain that way forever. I'm gatekeeping, so I don't like it. So I take it you're not anticipating this album? You don't have high hopes for this album? I'm not into Jack Harlow to begin with. Uh, even I'll listen to it for sake of potting, but no, bro. No. Vance, what's proud? I like Jack. Proud I like. Jack. I like Jack. I like <laughs> Stupidass. I like Jack Harlow. Um, his first Stupidass. His first project coming in was very hard. Uh, still pop. What's popping? It's not a bad you song. Like the type of nigga to like Jack Harlow. You like Young Boy, bro. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear like about Jack Harlow. You Vance, you just. I'm confused, bro. Can you just explain yourself? All about my young boy hate? <laughs> because you're too. That's just meant to explain himself. <laughs> you're too inconsistent, brother. Why I can't like Jack Harlow? <laughs> <laughs> you really said explain yourself <laughs> I can't like Jack Harlow That's hilarious I don't know Who does Jack Harlow make music for? Vance you, ha- you said Have you even listened to Jack Harlow music? Who does Jack Harlow make music for? That's what I'm asking Who asking like, me? What's his, what's his demographic? Well that's what I'm saying Before I mean the clubhouse chat was saying that Kentucky Who's been bigging up Jack Harlow <laughs> primarily For the For the For the majority of his career Cause that's Wait, where he's from Bro from Kentucky? He's from Louisville and that's no. a, and they say like he has a lot of black support, a lot of multicultural support. They say it's a multicultural city, and like he's not really that white boy. You feel me? That's what I, my impression was. But I was educated in that clubhouse room because they were saying a lot. I mean, of course, it was a they lot say of people. He's not really that white. It was people. You're the problem. It was. Man. It was. Who are the issue? It was black people. White from is his, white. My nigga. It was black people from. <laughs> it was black people from his team. Like it was a bunch of people in there, but uh, representatives and such, but. I definitely got a different impression of it. Like, it wasn't this super, like, he's very white and only hangs around white people. Because I went and watched his music videos after the whole controversy. And he has black women and Asian women and white videos. Vance really said he has black friends. No, no, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I'm saying he cast, I'm saying he cast, like, different, different ethnicities in his videos. So I felt like it was no problem that he had a black woman in the, uh. And it's not even clear it's a black woman. Like, who's saying it's a black woman, bro? 
You the type of nigga to like pat a company on the back because they have black people in the commercials. You like, yeah, I want to support them now because that's the complete opposite. Slight diversity. No, it's Just more. It's more like it's more like if Asian person no. and a six person commercial. You know what this is? This is like if Nike makes a commercial with Tom Brady and you say, "Oh, it wasn't a black athlete. Nike's racist." And I say, "Well, no, Tom Brady is pretty good." They can cast Tom Brady, and you say no, they're racist because they nigga, didn't have a black person. Nigga, you comparing Jack Harlow to Tom Brady, my nigga? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> somebody, I'm saying. Get out of here. I'm just about okay. to boot you from the chat. All right, this man, out of here, man. We cutting this audio for the rest of the episode. <laughs> this nigga said Tom Brady. You're being, you're being, you're being, you're being, you're being selectively ignorant right now, Chance. Come on now. You, I'm letting you. You know, know you're being. You you know this. Bro didn't want to show a Spotify rap because Kid Leroy is topping the charts over there. I posted my Spotify rap. Come on now. It was lucky. <laughs> it was not. It wasn't integrated with anything. You gotta just be consistent, my guy. I'm, no, I'm literally, I'm literally giving you logic and telling you the research I did behind this man Jack Harlow because I was genuinely confused. I thought he was a straight white boy because he had the song Tyler Hero. So he had to find out more. He went watching music videos. I just can't get over the fact that you watch music videos. Do not you not watch video, video, do you, music videos? You don't watch music videos. Yeah, what you got against music videos? Yeah, see, that's what really I'm saying. Chance is a weirdo. Like Either way, you went out your way, like, to watch a music what else, video. Where, so where else? <laughs> yo. You're like you got to order the I'm video. I'm sorry. I'm a <laughs> fucking <laughs> fan <laughs> of music. This dude said you watch music videos. Yeah, I, I like music. I didn't say you watch music video. I said you went out your way to pull up this man music video. What is going out your way? Very I'm literally at my computer. Right, whatever. <laughs> I just... Ignore me. Are you looking forward to the to the Jack Carlo? No, that's the thing. Project I'm not even. I don't even think I'm going to listen to it. I'm not a huge Jack Carlo. Not you, Vance. We know you are. I'm talking <laughs> to Tyler's money. Oh, I said I'm not. I'm a... looking forward to it. No, I'm not. It's probably going to be my third listen this week. Yeah, probably going to be the third project I listen to this week. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm interested to see like what the hype's about. I'll see. I want to see how he follows up. What's popping, bro? That's Wait, a... who's hyping him though. That's, I'm, what, that's I'm what I'm saying. There's no making, hype. Who does that's Jack why... Carlo make music for? I'm not saying like people are hyping. I'm saying like he's being pushed heavily. Like he makes music. I think he makes music for the for the young young multicultural kids that were in the album cover. I'm not sure about that black kid with his eyes (laughs) like wide open. (laughs) That black kid was like (laughs) on the car. He was like. I don't know about that kid, but I don't know if he would be rushing for the Jack Harlow thing. But it's also cap to just say like. Because people would be mad if he had only white people on that cover. Then people would be mad. Like, there's no winning. And it's straight cap. Like, bro, if I, when I was, like, when we were all, like, I don't know. Because you guys, you guys have brought the cap on this shit, too, I know. But I don't know. I when don't I was know nine I and this. I saw Eminem, I would definitely run up to Eminem for an autograph. Like, he didn't even show the girl face, though, bro. That's what bro, I'm why saying. Do like, he sh- he, why do you keep comparing Jack Harlow to these? Why do you keep comparing Jack Harlow to these? Bro, legends? yo, <laughs> you got, because I'm trying, yo, it's bro, called, it's I called Eminem. It's called, it's literally, it's literally. Bro ain't even had a regular season game. He comparing them to niggas with six rings. Bro, he had, he had two number ones, like, songs, like, Two Eminem hits. Had so, Eminem had going diamond by. What is a number one? Does a number one? Yo, I'm trying to make it. You put stock into number one songs. You guys are being yo. The amount of ignorance right now is insane. Does a number one song turn you on? My point. My point is literally. <laughs> my point is literally. Jack Harlow's a white celebrity that kids love. You can try and flip it how you want. Chance is being ignorant talking about who does Jack Harlow make music for. Like the dude doesn't have. Uh, he didn't have a number one song. Like stop it. Like he had more hits than Young Boy. So like stop it. Bro, there's a lot. Of people, I'm just saying, who does he make? But what is that crowd that is? That it's has, clearly that a younger demographic. For, That's my point. So like, we can't say. So we can't. It's a younger demographic. So like to say, 
oh, this is unrealistic for black kids to be running up to Jack Harlow. Like, I'm sure there's black kids love Jack Harlow, bro. I didn't say that it was unrealistic. You, I, I, I was making a joke. My whole point yeah. was Eminem, <laughs> celebrity, when I was nine. There's black kids now who view Jack Harlow as a celebrity at nine. Not Eminem, bro. I would correct I, my kid the, immediately. You wouldn't run up to Eminem if you saw him just chilling in the street. At nine years old. Eminem. That's what I'm saying. Stop capping. Like, that's such cap. But I had ran Eminem up to Eminem. Today. Eminem was, like... He was... Eminem's crazy. I don't know if I would have ran up to him. Bro was insane. <laughs> Especially back then. When I was nine, bro was rapping about, like, killing people and rape. He was already talking crazy about recovery. Shit. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> I'm dead. Shit. Oh, man. But, um... Did y'all have an opportunity to listen to No Ceilings 3? Or are you Fuck Wayne, boycotting Wayne. I was never boycotting. I was never boycotting Wayne. Yeah, I was never boycotting <laughs> him either. I didn't listen to uh, No Ceiling Street yet. He wasn't really that BB King freestyle at the top though. Of my, at the top of my list, uh, but yeah, that BB King. That's what I want to bring up. That BB King freestyle featuring Drake. Did listen to that. And that bitch hard. I think like, this is the first time Drake actually like bested Wayne on the track. Like I agree. Wayne yeah. on the track. Facts. Like, I agree. Like, they've done a lot of songs together, and I think this is the first time he's ever, like, watched them. I was like, damn, all right. That's what's up. Made me more excited for Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Uh, usual braggadocious Drake talking about uh, different brands that we don't really know about as poor people. So, you gonna, you gonna cop uh, the Nocta that's dropped in, in, like, two weeks? You gonna be in that? In I mean, that if aisle? it's hard, if it's hard, but I'm not about to go, like, I'm not about to like go out my way and like try to wait no line. Like this is not about to be a PS5 type team. Like, my <laughs> my mind my mind is locked in on one opponent. I'm a conquer PlayStation this PS5, Five. Bro. I've been taking L's. Look, look, bro. Opponent. I, I got in the I got in the queue and I literally got in line. Had the PlayStation Five in my cart. This has been when like I a weekly bro, podcast update. Like no, they've heard yeah, about you your struggles. Know, <laughs> y'all don't know pain like me, bro. When I tell y'all I click checkout, bro, I had everything ready. I had my address, the whole nine. I click checkout. Sorry, this item is sold <laughs> out, bro. I, I clicked it again because I couldn't believe it. I just kept clicking and kept clicking. May bro say game. <laughs> And then, and then I saw the Twitter notification. <laughs> PS Five sold out, brother. I was like, "What? what can why, I do? why were you I waiting here, for the Twitter notification? You just open. saw. You just <laughs> nigga didn't believe his eyes. <laughs> I didn't believe he was like, I need outside. To see the notification. I'm like, they must be trolling. And and that's the thing. It's like you ever do something. It's like it's too good to be true. I'm like, it's too good to be true. I got this PS Five in my cut. I'm about to check out with it right now. And sure enough, it was too good to be true, and I got fucked over in the end. So I would just ask everybody on the podcast, man, if y'all could just pray for me. And send y'all energy my way. Or so sell me a PS5. PS5. If one of y'all... I'll or put... sell me a P5 for a reasonable price. And don't scam me. <laughs> I would be appreciative. This chance of getting scammed by a listener would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Any last word? Chance's last words is PS5 help. Uh, Vance, what's your last words? As you um, anxiously watch the Raven. Anxiously. Stream 4K Michael Hell on YouTube now. Um, and we've got another song dropping this week, so, yeah. Where is the album? We want the album. Bro, I'm, bro, okay, yeah, last week, or two weeks ago, I gave you a, uh, timetable that said March. Now, I'm giving you two songs in a week. 
And these the children are still ungrateful. Do you hear this, listeners? They're still Man, hungry. You know me. They want to be I, fed. You know me. I don't, I'm not a singles guy. I want a project. I ah, a this project. is true. Taj don't listen to singles. <laughs> I forgot this. I literally forgot. Never mind. All right, I'll be um, waiting till March for 4K. I don't think it'll be March. It might be. I think it'll be sooner. We'll see though. All right, I have no last words. Shout out Chance. Shout out Vance. Shout out you if you listen this far. Unheard artist coming from Chance in five, four, three, yeah. two. Listen, <laughs> I already know. I already know. I'm just. I'm just gonna talk over the intro. I know Taj got the uh, intro playing in the background because it's a nice long intro with a fire ass beat. But you already know my guy YB. Uh, love him, hate him. He always delivers. We'll risk the kid. <laughs> Bro, Nobody safe. Rings on. Hard ass project. Yeah. You deserve a shot. Please put this chain on. I don't care what they say. I put a ring on. Check out how they check me. Matching outfits made by beat long. This ain't no cheap love. These diamonds set by eight stars. I know I got your love on front of the street. So can you show me what that bag? What that cash? I've been hustling with my brothers in the streets. No, I ain't mean to make you mad. Oh, no. I wish that I had you up on front of the road Cause cry, man, I just laughed It wasn't the sky, I ain't had no one up oh. And you deserve the world like it's my all Flicks on these hoes for me Now, baby, can you please put this chain on? Podcast over, dog.